And then out of nowhere, she just blurts out, I really just want to sleep with other people. Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We always strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy and positive approach to non-monogamy. However, everyone approaches this a little differently, and in its core, our show is about hearing and learning from different experiences and approaches people have. With that in mind, it's important to remember that the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily represent those of our own. It's also important to remember that we aren't doctors or therapists and that we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on this show. We should also let you know that this podcast will hopefully include some explicit language. So, if that kind of thing offends you, you should probably keep listening until it no longer does. If you're under 18, we'd suggest finding a different show or gather up your parents and listen as a family. Enjoy! Welcome to episode 29. No. Yes. No, episode 29 was our secret episode. This is episode 30. Say it, say it, hurry, say it. Welcome to episode 30. There you go. Damn it. (laughs) We're Finn and Emma. Apparently, I don't have this number thing down. Counting is tough. (sighs) Hey, Emma, what happens when a young wife calls her husband and says that she wants to have sex with other people on the telephone. He is really excited about it and wants to do it. And then they come on our show and we get to interview him. Yeah. So stick around for that and T-minus, I don't know, however long it takes us to ramble. Real quick, two resources that we love and we talk about every week, so we're sorry if you don't want to hear them. Hit the skip button for like 30 30 seconds seconds. twice and you'll be right at the start of the interview. First one, stdcheck.com. We use it to get tested. We love using it. It's way easier than going to the doctor. All you have to do is go to a blood lab. Make make an appointment. You don't have to make an appointment. You can do a walk-in, go to the blood lab. They send you your results the next day. It's super easy. It's super fast. And it's super cheap. So you can save $10. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty cool. If you use our link. And then you also support the show a little bit, which, I mean, that's really the real reason. Yeah. Uh Not to get tested. (laughs) Come on. Anyway, the second resource is Cassidy. You've heard us talk about this one, too. Uh, It's a dating website for people who are non-monogamous. And check that out. If you want a free 30-day trial, go to use the link on our website. If you want a free 90-day trial, go to any of the podcast platforms and leave us a review or comment. Yeah, do that. Also, one one thing I wanted to mention about this episode, um, one of the two people, and you'll figure out probably quickly who, is much more shy than the other. Yes. And so I just wanted to say that because it could be misconstrued as one person is constantly cutting the other person off, but there was some editing around some long pauses and discussions about who was going to answer what. I just didn't want to leave that in, but yeah. Well, they open up a little bit as the interview goes on. Absolutely, but one of them is very shy, so I just didn't want people to think that the other person is a total a-hole. No. That's all. No. So let's go see who it is. And also, if you want to reach us, we're at our website is normalizingnonmonogamy.com. Also, we're on Twitter and Cassidy under the screen name NNM Podcast. Thanks, everyone. Can we go now? Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us. We have a couple that we, uh, I guess, reached out to us via Cassidy with us today. So if you can give the listeners a little bit of an overview, I guess, introduction to who you are and uh, any 
I guess, ages or lo- brief location or anything that you'd like to share? Want to go first? No. Okay, that's fine. I'll go first. <laughs> I'm Zach, and I'm in my mid-20s, um, and we are from the West-ish. Not quite the West Coast, but close enough. Um, and this is my wife. I'm Sarah. Um, I'm in, also in my mid-20s. Um, we don't have any kids. Um, do you have any pets? We do. We have a dog and a cat. Cool. Right. I, that's always fun. <laughs> how, how long have you guys been married? They're kind of like our kids, so. Yeah. We've been married for a little over four years, four and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And did you know each other for quite a while before that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we dated off and on for about six years before that, um, but she kept breaking up with me to date other people. <laughs> um we found, uh, we actually were talking about yesterday, uh, I was making fun of how she left me when we were in high school, and she was like, well, I really wanted to just go do my own thing, and I was like, well, if you would have just talked to me about it then, we probably could have started this a long time ago, and she was like, oh, shut up, don't, don't do that. <laughs> so, uh, what I guess, how, how do you guys sort of define, if you do at all, your non-monogamous style? I guess it's kind of mixture. We're into a little bit of swinging, um, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of how it started, and we can get into that a little bit later. But uh, we are poly, um, so we can have relationships and you know just get to know each other and everyone else a, a little bit better and just have fun and enjoy everything, really. Yeah, so. very cool. And how, how long have you guys been doing that? And And on that same note, I guess how did you make the leap from – breaking up with them over and over in high school to d- deciding to get married and then pursue the swinging or poly side? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, I really liked him in high school and everything, but I feel like I was just so young and I wanted to explore a little bit more and I didn't want to be tied down. Um, and then after high school is when we officially like got back together and we stayed together. And we did do a little bit of like dabbling in, you know, like threesomes and things like that. Didn't officially decide on being non-monogamous until like maybe three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. We didn't, we didn't decide to label it until about three <laughs> yeah. or four months ago, but we've right. been doing it for about ten years. <laughs> so. So was it was it originally something that Sarah brought up, or was it something that that you brought up, Zach? Well, that's that's kind of a funny story. <laughs> I have mentioned it basically twice a year, mainly around my birthday, for, I don't know, probably five or six years, I would say. Um, and it was about four months ago that we were driving home one day, and Sarah was like, you know what, I just, I, I want to go for a drive by myself. Can I just drop you off at that house, and I'll just, I'll just go drive around. So I was like, well, yeah, that's fine. You know, are you, are you okay? Is it, should I be concerned? That's, you know, it's odd that you just want to, Hey, can I just ditch you right now? Like, I know this <laughs> is, has zero context, but I just want to just leave you for a while and just drive. And she was like, yeah, no, everything's fine. I just need some time to think. And, uh, on the way home, she's proceeding to tell me, you know, she just, it just feels trapped in life and she's not sure what she's doing. And then out of nowhere, she just blurt, blurts out. I really just want to sleep with other people. And I was like, I'm okay with that. And she was like, really? I thought you were going to be mad. And I was like, what would I be mad about? There's nothing wrong with that. I was like, we've talked about this. We've dabbled in it plenty. I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. She's like, I've been looking this up for like three months. We can be non-monogamous. It's going to be great. 
and you know we'll just we'll just see how it is and so we decided to start swinging and then it kind of snowballed into oh hey we're poly <laughs> look at that <laughs> so this is all within like the last 6 months you said yeah yeah, yeah. cool but you you did say you had some threesomes before all of this became uh before you were officially swingers, uh, if there is such a thing, can be officially a swinger. But <laughs> yeah, um, how, I guess how did that play out, and what did that look like? I guess it mainly just happened when we were really drunk. <laughs> so, but it was never really like full on threesomes. It was more like me playing with other women, and him like maybe kissing them or touching or something, but nothing like sex or anything. Between him and another woman. Okay, and now and now that you guys, so you started down the the officially being swingers, and I guess what did that transition look like? How did you guys go about making that actually happen? Well, we spent a couple of weeks talking about it, um, just really kind of trying to nail down our rules and and figure out what it was going to look like for us, um, and we got to the point where she kind of felt like it would be easier for her if she started off on her own. We just played separately and then moved into playing together, which is a little (laughs) backwards, I guess for most people, but it just, it made her feel more comfortable not having to see me be with someone else. I have, have had a little bit of like jealousy issues. So to me, it felt like it would be a lot easier if I went and did my own thing and he went and did his own thing. And then, we could come together eventually. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds kind of weird, but it's just, that's how it felt in my head that it would just make me feel yeah. a little more comfortable with the whole thing. So, yeah, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, whatever makes you guys feel more comfortable, whatever works, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So did you yeah. get on like Tinder and start looking that way or was there dating or swinging sites? I, I tried Tinder for a little while and in our area, Tinder is not very, non-monogamy friendly um most people just didn't want anything to do with it she's had no problem finding people it's been just cake i mean she's prettier than so (laughs) she uh, so it took her about eight and a half seconds to nail down someone and um it took me a while still kind of trying to find someone that i really like but yeah it's it's from there, I guess kind of went into, uh, I started listening to your podcasts and doing a little more research and finding some other podcasts and reading materials and ended up getting on Cassidy. Uh, and then that kind of helped out for a while, but again, in our area, it's not a huge thing. So most of the couples were in their like sixties Yeah. and also there just wasn't it really a lot of people in our, well age range yeah right so then i i found a nice little app called three fun and we signed up on an account together at first and that's gone pretty well Mm -hmm. uh we met quite a few really cool couples through that uh we actually have a date tomorrow so that should be pretty fun um and then i ended up signing up on my own account to help me try and find people better and that's it's been pretty nice yeah yeah it's been a pretty good little app that's helped us out quite a bit have you, have you guys considered uh, OkCupid at all? I know a lot of people try to use that as well. I, have I don't not think I've even that. heard of that one. I've heard of it. I haven't okay. tried it. 
It's it's a dating website, uh, but it also caters a little bit more towards non-monogamy, I think, than some of the other dating websites. Yeah, a little friendlier to it. So you guys are now looking for people together or people separately, and it's just kind of whatever you find. It's totally cool. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, being younger, I think that's something that Finn and I can relate to a lot because when we started this all, we were in our early 20s. And, you know, it's it's not easy to try to find people your age um, or even <laughs> around your age and that are that are in a mature enough relationship that are willing to try this. I think that um, it's challenging. Yeah. So, so I think maybe looking for people who are single or willing to explore it outside of a relationship I think that's probably going to be easier at, at that age. Yeah. We also and we also were able to thankfully find quite a few people that were that were older than us, but not, um, I guess that we still got along with really well. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what yeah. we found. We've found that we connect more with couples in their early to mid thirties, mm-hmm. a lot more than we connect with the young couples. Because they just aren't very mature. We've been together for a, a very long time already. We've known each other for what about eleven years. Yeah. 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 And so I mean, we know every detail about each other, and you know, there's plenty of our friends that they don't even talk about, you know, bodily functions in front of one another. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, come on, guys, we're adults. Like, right? It's okay. They pee. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I know. I th- we can really relate to that because we yep. face the same exact thing. Yep. Um, yeah. Did so. You you talked a little bit earlier about laying out your rules over the first few weeks. What did that process look like? And what I guess what did some of the rules look like? And have they changed and morphed at all? Do you want to take? Yeah, this off? kind of. <laughs> um, well, at first we started out with we said we wouldn't, you know, get attached to anyone. It was strictly just sex, no feelings involved or anything. Um, and that slowly changed, um, especially for me. (laughs) (laughs) It happened pretty quickly. Um, yeah, I guess it was pretty quick. So I'm I'm guessing that Sarah found somebody that she clicked with pretty well. She did. And I knew from the very first minute, minute that they met that they both liked each other a lot. And I knew what was going on weeks before she did. And so I kept trying to, like, drop hints to help her realize, you know, hey, you have feelings for him. You know, let's, you know, let's explore that. And she just wasn't picking it up for weeks. And then finally one day I was like, okay, do you not see that we're poly? She was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, how do you not? you kind of want to date him. She's like, I don't want to date him. I just want to have sex with him and go out to the movies and go hang out with him and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I just like to hang out with him as a person. And I was like, because you have feelings for him and you, you kind of want him to be your boyfriend in a sense. And she was like, wow, I'm totally poly. So. Yeah. She's like, you're right. She's like, I guess I have had feelings for him. I just didn't want to. I didn't really it. look at it like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But after that realization, you know, she, it's, kind of branched out and that rule totally died out pretty quickly yeah. but um and now she realizes that she likes to be able to have relationships too she doesn't want to just have to okay i'm gonna go have sex and then come back and all right now it's you know our time let's go to a movie right. she wants to be able to go laser tagging go bowling go yeah. hang out 
be friends with these people and connect on a deeper level too. So, but other than that, our rules are fairly simple, I guess. Uh, one of the bigger ones is, uh, no one that we work with, uh, Mm -hmm. just cause that that get really terrible. Yeah. (laughs) I think that works out well. Um, and then what are, what are our other rules? I don't know. We don't have a lot of them, I guess. No. Um, I guess safe sex also. Yeah, yeah definitely uh, safe sex. Condoms and make sure they're tested and things like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's, I feel like that's a blanket rule. Everyone should have <laughs> yeah. that rule if they're having sex with anybody. So. Yeah. So do you guys get tested frequently? Uh, yes. We shoot for every three couple months. Yeah, yeah. Every few months. Uh, it kind of depends. I mean, if things are a little more active, then it would definitely be more frequent, but sometimes we, well, sometimes I get a little more distracted (laughs) with work, uh, since I do work a lot. So a lot of times my situation's not nearly as fun as Sarah's. (laughs) (laughs) And have, have you found that conversation pretty easy to have with other people that you've met in terms of asking them to get tested or asking if they've been tested or is it, is it, been pretty just part of the conversation i guess at first it was kind of like nerve-wracking i guess to ask them that i felt like it was just weird and getting in their personal business but it's also like i need to be sure that you're clean and everything so i don't know at first it was kind of awkward but now it's really not a big deal yeah yeah and i've always been very blunt so it's super easy i mean i was like (laughs) we're not You've been tested, so it was a little different. <laughs> right. but. Very cool. So uh, what, over here. Uh, I was curious, uh, when you guys originally started talking about this, Sarah laid it out as, I want to sleep with other people, and now it's transitioned to more of relationships. Mm-hmm. Was that something that you had to battle with at all, Zach, in terms of, you know, at first it was just, oh, it's there's no feelings involved, she just wants to have sex with people, but now... Is she looking to replace me with another relationship or was there really no big deal for you? It really was no big deal for me. I've never been a jealous person. I've never had an issue with it. Like I said, we've dabbled and we'd have parties and Sarah's a little bit um, closer to lesbian than she likes to admit. (laughs) She likes women a lot more. Um, And so we'd have parties and we'd have all these, you know, beautiful female friends over and Sarah would make out with all of them. And it was, it was just something that happened and it's just kind of always been a part of our relationship. She would, you know, we'd have our parties and people would come over and everyone would just kind of have their fun. And so it's never really been an issue for me, even when she said that, um, you know, she's like, you know, I just really want to sleep up with other people. And I was like, cool. That's what I've been saying for a long time. Just not in those bunch of words. Uh, But um, it was nice to have her kind of broach the topic and just, I don't know, allow me to be the one that was like, oh, really? That Yeah, no, I think that could work. Yeah, sure, let's do it because you said it this time. That's fine. Um, (laughs) But it it sounds like it wasn't a huge deal for you when, I mean, you obviously, it seemed to pick up on the fact that she had feelings for another guy pretty early on and that you seem to encourage it rather than be concerned about it and pump the brakes and want to pull back on it. Yeah. And I, I tend to be more encouraging of 
her doing what she desires and I want her to be happy. That's my, my main focus. That's, that's my drive and everything. You know, most of what I do is to make her happy is to help her find what she really enjoys and she wants to do. And she's done the same for me. You know, she worked, you know, full time to help get me through college while I was still working part time just so we could pay the bills. So we've always kind of had that just give and take, just try and make each other happy mm-hmm. thing. So whenever she comes to me with, you know, Hey, I, I'm kind of interested in this. I'm like, do it full force. Just, you know, do the research, find out what you need. Go ahead, do it. Like I, I'm always trying mm-hmm. to push her to not be stuck in that same bubble of living day to day, working nine to five, doing something that she's really not happy doing. So, you know, she, she really just, needs to be happy <laughs> that's, that's really all i care about i'd say it's a pretty evolved way to look at relationships i don't know no that's, i would agree that's, really that's, cool. that's awesome <laughs> yeah um do you have any questions you stole my question <laughs> <laughs> what? no i can go on that <laughs> you, you mentioned earlier too on sarah's side that you struggled with some jealousy issues here and there have has that have you worked through those or do you still see that come up at times um it still comes up at times i don't know it is getting a little bit easier um especially with him like talking to other women and stuff before it was a really hard thing for me like i've kind of always been a little hypocritical in that sense when we had our parties it was always me that was able to do these things but i didn't want him to do anything and so when we started doing this I just had to, you know, tell myself, like, hey, if it's okay for me to do it, it should be okay for him to do it. Like, I shouldn't be, you know, all just one-sided, I guess. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. Yeah, it still is a little bit of a struggle, but it is getting easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's something that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you don't, in your head, like, you don't want to be that person holding your partner back, but there are feelings of jealousy or fear of missing out and, and you need to work through those as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think we found that the best way to combat that is to just, while I don't understand it, cause I thoroughly don't understand being jealous. It's never something I've struggled with. Like I said, so the only thing I could do is just tell her, look, I know I don't understand. And I'm so sorry that you feel this way, but I love you. I will always love you. You know, you're, the most important person in the world to me, even if I have feelings for these other women, I still care about you more than anything. and would drop any of them, you know, yeah. at any word you said just to make you happy. So I, I think that's assuaged things a little bit. Yeah. That's I definitely mean, helped. Just, just trying to be understanding, even though I, I fully admit that I don't understand it. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, do you see the jealousy come up more on the emotional side? If it's like an emotional connection with somebody or if you were yeah, in the room like, and it was a physical thing, like physical thing, I, I really don't care. Like fuck whoever. Cool. Just be safe. Don't bring anything home, you know. Um, Yeah, it is more of an emotional thing. Like, I don't want to feel like some other woman is going to try and take my place. So, Mm -hmm. I think that's a normal feeling. (laughs) Yeah. But I would imagine that it probably helps, too, understanding, you know, that you found somebody else. And that person, your goal wasn't to have that person take his place. So. Uh, maybe it's yeah. easier to look at that and say, oh, well, I can relate to this and say, well, I had the same thing and I'm not, he's not 
being pushed out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's look at it. Look at it. But anyway. Yeah. Look at it. So have you guys uh, met Benny? I know you've met people separately. Have you met a couple yet? Um, we have talked with a few, uh, but the first couple we're actually going to finally meet mm-hmm. with is going to be tomorrow. So we're pretty excited for that. A little nervous, but pretty yeah. excited. But uh, yeah, it's it's been difficult uh, with, you know, summer just kind of kicking off. A lot of people have a lot of plans and mm-hmm. we're big campers. So yep. even when everyone else is free, we're like, oh my goodness, we're going to be out of town. Right. The whole time. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so that's been kind of difficult. And then yeah. whenever we have a free minute, everyone else is busy. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's been difficult to line up schedules. Um, but we finally made it happen. So that's that's going to be pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. So are there some are there some fantasies or things that you guys have talked about? Like this is something I'd love to have happen. Not, maybe not necessarily tomorrow, but just in meeting another couple or in meeting separate people that you're you're still hoping to fulfill at some point? I'm not really yeah. sure. Sarah's not one for big fantasies. She doesn't really think that <laughs> far ahead. She's just like, I want to fuck. That's, I just want to <laughs> do it. I don't care how we get to that point. I just want to have fun. Um, for me, I think... Um, Really anything. I don't. I guess I don't have a specific fantasy, um, but I've been dying to see her actually be with somebody else uh, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit of hot wifing, I guess. But to me, I feel like that might need to be something that we work up to because it's still a little <laughs> awkward for me. Yeah, so. no, that's fine. We can do it in separate rooms. That's okay. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get there. With, we'll a, get with there. a live video stream, and he'll sit there and watch yeah, TV. I, nothing major, oh, you know. Yeah. Just, I'm a tech guy. I can set that up in about three minutes. So, <laughs> yeah, that, honestly, that's something that we've uh, done in the past. Is like Emma has gone. Like we've met somebody at a bar, and then mm-hmm. like, so we've talked to previously. Yeah, we've talked to him or met him. You know, met him for coffee, and then like we'll meet at a bar, and they'll go have. Uh, some fun, like at a hotel close by, and then, like, she'll send me pictures or little stuff like that. I try to record video too. It's hard. It, it is a little distracting yeah, in the hard. moment. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. I don't know who can do that well, but they're crazy. <laughs> so that's, I know, some that's of still pic- kind of fun. Some of the pictures I send you, yeah. you're like, "What is this?" I'm like, yeah. "I don't know. I just try to take a picture." <laughs> could, could you try and get more shadows, please? <laughs> That's a really nice skin-colored blur. I really enjoy that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So have have you guys um, seen any benefits the last couple months since you officially started talking about it more open that you, you started to see in your relationship? Yeah, ab- yeah. absolutely. Uh, um, do you want to speak to some of the benefits you've seen and then I can jump in? I guess our communication has gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like terrible before, but she's lying. It was, it was so no, bad. We didn't even talk. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, but it's definitely helped us open up more to each other. Um, we don't hide anything from each other. Now we're completely open and honest about everything. And so that's really nice to not feel like you have to hide something because you're embarrassed or scared. They're going to get upset with you or anything like that. So, yeah, it's really helped our communication. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good Absolutely. thing, I think. So. Yeah, and 
you know, it really has just helped us kind of delve into some of those other issues that were a little too difficult to talk about, you know, didn't want to upset one another or anything like that, you know, didn't want, uh, you know, oh, I hate that you do this to become a fight. Uh, and it really gave us some good tools to dig into those issues and deal with them in a really healthy, productive way. And so it's helped us sort through a lot of our other, you know, issues that we just kind of were like, oh, Mm -hmm. not worth arguing over. I'll just bottle that up. And it's really helped us clear up a lot of stuff. And, you know, even if the problems aren't gone, because we accept each other for who we are, we're both obnoxious pains in the asses, but um, you're worse than I. I disagree, so. but <laughs> <laughs> I can be, I guess. Um, but it, it's really helped us just kind of voice those concerns and just be like, look, this is how it feels. It's just nice to get it off your chest and just to be honest with one another and just kind of try and come closer together through all of it. And it's been really cool. It's been a really fun experience, I think. Yeah. So that's, that's really good to hear. It's almost like, you know, talking more about sex and, you know, potentially opening a relationship, even if somebody has that conversation and decides not to, like it brings to light Mm -hmm. all other, other things in your relationship that may not be great that you need to work through. Now that's something we've definitely noticed too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really cool. I've enjoyed it. And plus, it's nice to pull around with other people, too. So <laughs> Yeah, that's just like a bonus, right? <laughs> Has there think, has anything come up in those conversations or while you guys have been exploring things that has been an issue or a hiccup that you're like, oh, hey, you crossed a line or I'm not, that's not cool, I don't want to do that, or has it all been pretty much roses and butterflies? Um, there was one particular time, uh, Sarah was getting ready to go out on a Sunday and Sundays we don't usually get to spend a lot of time together. Uh, they're very short days. We got to get to bed to get to work. And she asked if she could go see her little unlabeled boyfriend, I guess. I I don't know. Um, her boy toy. (laughs) Boy toy, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, boy toy. It depends on how upset with him she is at the current time. Um, sometimes it's boyfriends, sometimes it's that guy I'm playing with. Like, it just depends. But, um, I was like, yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Just, you know, don't be gone too long, like two, three hours. And, you know, I'd like you back. Cause I still want to spend some time with you. Well, then about four hours later, I hear from her and I was like, Hey, where are you at? And she was like, Oh, you know, t- 10 minutes from the house. Well, then an hour later, she shows up at the house, and she's like, I'm sorry, I was at the wrong location, I didn't mean to lie to you, I just didn't want to fight in front of my boy toy. And I was like, okay, I understand that, but you need to understand that I'm also pretty upset. You know, not only did you, you know, you were gone much longer than we talked about, but you lied in front of your boy toy, and that doesn't look great for us. And so we had a nice conversation about it. Um, yeah, that never happened again. So no, so yeah, and it, it was it was something that she kind of pays more attention to now. Like if we have a time like that, someone's expected back, they should be back. And um, you know, it, it honestly was just a wasn't paying attention to the clock kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the not being completely honest to avoid an argument at the time wasn't the best thing to do. <laughs> but. Uh, we worked through that as well, and it, it was it was fine. 
Yeah. Don't do it again. <laughs> I'm, ass- I'm assuming but. that he is aware of, of your relationship s- style and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah. is. Um, he's a little nervous about it, I guess, because I am married, so he's trying to open up to the idea of being with a married woman, I guess. Um, he has this just persistent fear that I'm going to beat him up, and I, I don't know I don't why, because I'm a very, very <laughs> nice guy. So. But uh, he and I get along really well, and he's very respectful, and I think it's almost respectful to a fault. Uh, yeah. He, he kind of won't really share his feelings or open up that much mm-hmm. with Sarah because he is so uneasy that she is married and thinks that at some point I'm just going to change my mind and rage out. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But he, but so it causes a little bit of grief, but he's done a lot better. Yeah. Uh, he, he's opened up quite a bit and you know, he was even talking about, um, you know, potentially, you know, what, what do we do if at some point I, I wanted to live with you and sleep with you at night and all that stuff. And Sarah and I had talked about that and I was like, I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Let him move in. I don't care. <laughs> so, Start collecting some rent checks and it'll all be good. <laughs> Bills are yeah. expensive. Yeah. We can make a little bit of money off your boy toy. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I, I think it's really cool how open you are to everything. Uh, like, you're just kind of like, yeah, whatever happens, happens. If he wants to move in, cool. If he wants to build an addition on the house, fine. <laughs> Put a pool in, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, I've, I've always been kind of a laid-back person for the most part. After my yeah. angsty punk rock teenage years, I, I did fine. Um but, uh, yeah, I, I really don't have a lot of qualms with things. I just am very mellow. I'm kind of just go with the flow. Life sucks. Let's make the best of it. So, <laughs> Right? Yeah. yeah. No, can't argue with that. And, I mean... it, and it sounds like the guy, um, your not boyfriend boyfriend, um, is, you know, he's, <laughs> co- he's coming around, too. Like, you know, he's, I'm assuming he's a s- single guy and he was just on dating apps, right? Is that how you met him? So, you know, it sounds like he's learning and exploring and trying to just understand, which I think is awesome. Like, you know, the more people that are exposed to these types of things, you know, some it's, it is for some people and not for others. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think we found that that's kind of the case uh, with a lot of single people on these apps that we've tried is they're just wanting to dabble in it and just Mm -hmm. be open to new ideas because they have lived such sheltered lives, especially from the crazy place we come from. If anyone can guess what state it is, um, <laughs> which I'm sure they can, but, uh, there's a lot of persecution for the lifestyle around here and it's, it's kind of difficult, uh, yeah. but it's, it's become a much more popular thing. We've got sex clubs and sex shops and all kinds of stuff everywhere. Even if our government does try and shut them down every two minutes, right. uh, it never really works. Cause there's a lot of us here that we enjoy that. And we, have been accepting of that for a long time and we try and support those businesses to keep them afloat as best we can. And so it really has helped a lot of people just explore that, you know, there isn't just one way to live your life. If you want to be monogamous, that's cool. That's awesome. If that works for you, fantastic. But for us and a lot of other couples like us, it just doesn't work. We just like to play around with everybody that we can. So we, 
it just it didn't work. It's... It caused a lot of fights. <laughs> <laughs> so have you, um, besides the boy toy, are, are you also both exploring outside as well? Like there's additional people on occasion or... And, and I guess maybe the other question I had was when you start meeting couples, is your goal to like make friends or is it just like, Hey, let's meet, play around and we don't want to see you again. I guess, what do you guys envision your, your journey into that would look like? You want me to take this one? Um, or do you got it? She's, it. she's got it. Well, we want to try and meet up with people that we think have similar interests, things that we can go and do together. Like we said, we like camping, we like being outdoors, fishing, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, so if we could find other couples that like to do things like that also, um, that would be nice because we're not just looking for people to sleep with. We're looking for, you know, friendships. And um, if we sleep with them, fantastic. Yeah, like that's yeah, even that's better. Great. So we're always down to sleep with people yeah. that we're friends with. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I think uh, to your first question, um, I'm more looking for someone else. I don't think are you are you really looking for another no single person. Like if someone of... comes along, cool, but I'm not really looking. Okay. So and I'm trying to find someone so that I don't have to be alone all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the dog and uh, the cat. <laughs> yeah, more so the dog. The cat is yeah, cats are assholes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. cats yes. are the worst. Huge dog person. Sarah got the cat, and I told her to take it back, and she didn't listen. And he was I've had a cat so. for like seven years that I didn't even know of. <laughs> now, so I can't get rid of it. Yeah. I like him ninety percent of the now. time. He's still yeah. an asshole, but yeah, I love but he, him. he's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's yeah. amazing. He's a companion. I love the dog. Yeah. <laughs> so have, have you guys told any of your v- vanilla friends or any of your family about what you guys have discovered about yourselves? <laughs> That's a fun story. Um, we have a couple that we have been very close with for a number of years. Uh, she, I was actually friends with me and her have been best friends for probably about 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. So about 11 years, her and I have been best friends. And then she ended up getting with a guy that we went to high school with. He and I didn't really hang out in the same circles, I guess. And it just didn't really get along because her and I had kind of dated and you know messed around a little bit and so he didn't like me because i had been mean to her and so he was very upset with me um but then we all ended up becoming great friends hang out Mm -hmm. with each other as often as we can um and they've always been very sex positive and very uh open to polyamory and even years ago when they would talk Mm -hmm. about you know their openness to polyamory and you know kind of their goals in their relationship sarah was always like yeah, I just don't understand how they can possibly do that. How could they have additional people in their relationship? Like I would be so angry with yeah. you. And then, you know, years <laughs> later, she's like, Oh my gosh, guys, by the way, I we're totally poly. get it. Like I get <laughs> we're it now. Poly now. So, um, they were the first ones that we told and they were so happy for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, started giving us reading materials and things to, you know, kind of do research on. Cause they know I'm that kind of person. I yeah. have to, about everything so they were really supportive really helpful 
we had them over one evening and just and talked for hours about all the different facets of it and um, just how it worked for us. And they were just thrilled. Um, and then a couple weeks later, Sarah got <laughs> drunk at our house when we had some friends over and told a good handful of them. And then the <laughs> next weekend, she did the same thing. And uh, so there's well, it's not good... <laughs> like there's like a bunch of people. No, that know. there's a good what 10, 15. No, like 10. <laughs> I guess that's what I wanted to know, but <laughs> 10 or 15? No, 10. <laughs> that's fine. Has, yeah, so have most of them was... been pretty accepting and, and happy for you guys? Yeah, they've yeah. all been very accepting of it and understanding and kind of happy for us, I yeah. guess. A lot of them said, like, they kind of thought that we would go down that path for some reason. I don't know why. Can't but... imagine. Yeah. <laughs> All so, those times uh, you made out with them at the parties back in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it was a good portion of them that were like, yeah, no, I've known for years. Glad you guys finally got on board. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. How about any but, of your families, or have you guys kept it pretty much sealed up for now? Um, We've kept that pretty sealed up for most yeah. of our family. I mean, her aunt and her cousin know, and one of my cousins know. Um, but that's because they're more open. Uh, yeah. The rest of our families are very, very by the book religious. Uh-huh. And so it that's would not, not be a conversation okay we're going to have. At all. Yeah, no. I don't want to tell them that. And if they ever found out, they I, would probably disown us. I, yeah, I that's think. fine. Whatever. So I don't want them to know. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's, those are the people that need to know, but I don't blame you at all. I wouldn't want to tell them either. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they should know. There's there's plenty of fun to be had. There's yeah. plenty of talk of concubines and such in the Bible. Like, they can come around already. <laughs> I think that's really cool, though, that you guys have that, you know, your your close friend that you said that you had the told that you told first and they gave you a bunch of resources. Like, that is awesome that you had some, um, I guess, a confidant. confidant and, and yeah. a support network. Support network right from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was really nice. It made me feel a lot more comfortable with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made it feel a lot less weird. Because uh, when she first brought it up, I had never heard of non-monogamy. I, I was like, "That's ridiculous." I just non-monog like not monogamous. Why? Why would that be the term? And then she googled it. Like, look. And I, was I was like, like "Okay, babe, you're right. I have done Fair all enough. this research. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about." Okay. Well, I had never heard the blanket term. I was like, well, "What do you want to be? You want to be poly? You want to be swingers? Like, you know, all these different terms." And she was like, "Let's just be non-monogamous." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And <laughs> it's kind of a mouthful, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. it, it is. It is quite the mouthful, but. Then she has shoved it down my throat for months that she was right and I was wrong. <laughs> I was, I was curious, going, going way back in time to the beginning of our conversation, how long did it take you, Sarah, to work up? You know, it sounds like you were researching it for a while and probably painting over wanting to tell them or bring it up. How long did it take you to get to that point where you're like, okay, I just got to tell them? And, you know... Was it sort of wanting to unveil little bits and pieces of it, or did you want to just say the whole plan out loud? I mean, how how did that work for you? Like I said, I did some research, um, probably looked into it for two or three months, and then just one day I just blurted it out, and it all just came out. I didn't really 
take it step by step in little pieces. I was just like, Hey, this is what I want to do. I think this would be fun. Like, what do you think? Um, and he was totally open to it, which I was super happy because for some weird reason, I thought he was going to be kind of upset and, (laughs) but well, no, but he was totally understanding and cool with it. And so, yeah, that's kind of how it all got started. Yeah, I really don't know why you thought it would be against <laughs> I don't, it. I don't know. It's well, not much an easy you... conversation to bring up, I don't think. Like, yeah. And I think a lot of it stems from when we first got together, we were very young, and I came from a really crazy background. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of anger, and a lot of things that would get brought up, I would get really frustrated by, and just I would just get angry for no real apparent reason. But I hadn't done that in like four years, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I, I guess just some of that old I was just nervous irritation. to say something because I didn't know that he would be okay with it. So Yeah. But but once I told him and he was okay with it, then I just wanted to keep talking about it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm just so yeah. excited and happy that you're okay with this. Yeah, and I think so. it, was, it was either a Friday afternoon or a Saturday morning. Yeah. I, can't, I think it was a Friday afternoon. Um, but we ended up not stopping talking about it until we went to yeah. work on Monday. Uh, it just, it was, that's all we talked about. I mean, how can you talk about anything else when that first gets brought up? It's so um, exciting and new yeah. and fun and you just want to explore it and talk about it and figure things out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are you guys still finding things that you didn't know? Uh, <clears throat> like you didn't know you would like this, or you didn't know you would like that and you're still discovering those things and bringing them back and talking about them a little bit. Um, I've always been the kinky one. Um, but since we've kind of opened yeah, this up, she's, I've gotten a little revealed, more kinky, like, I wow, I'm, Sarah's very <laughs> kinky and I'm totally fine with that. It's, it's been pretty nice. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you tell me this years ago? We could have been having so much fun. And she was like, I don't know. I thought you'd think I was weird. And I was like, me, why would I think you're weird? I've been See, begging. Well, the way that I was raised, like, sex was not talked about. You know, it was very personal. Taboo. Yeah, taboo and private and I guess kind of wrong in a sense. Yeah. So I was never really open to even talking about it. And so even when we first got together, it was kind of just, you know, normal, like, missionary positions and things like that but you know over the years it got better and then since we've decided to you know open our relationship it's gotten a lot crazier (laughs) now it's a lot of so like reverse missionary position now not just missionary (laughs) we moved up a lot now it's reverse super crazy yeah we like to get wild Yeah, that's cool. It sounds like just by having those conversations, by meeting other people, you know, your sex life life has improved as well. Yeah, Mm, definitely. Yeah, it's been fun. I don't even know what reverse missionary position would be. (laughs) I don't know. Probably the dumbest thing I've ever said on this show. Yes, woman on top. Yeah. Yeah, woman on top. Yeah. No, that's if they're straddling. That's cowgirl. Flat. Yeah, but yeah, guess, that's cowgirl. Yeah, who does it laying but, flat like that? That's weird. <laughs> oh, we do that. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, with me on top. No, with you on bottom, on your stomach. Oh yeah, I guess that could be reverse cowgirl. Yeah, I'm that'd sorry, be, reverse. That'd be reverse mission. We're dubbing that reverse missionary. Yeah, that's what it officially is. We're <laughs> so gonna the, Google it. So the woman very just right. turns over. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, she just turns over. That's all you do. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. We'll, we'll have to Google this. 
Um, yeah, we'll Google it. <laughs> so the the last two questions we usually ask are: Do you guys have any advice for new people or anybody that's been getting into this and that that you've kind of found along the way? And then any resources that you've found very useful? It sounds like you've done a fair amount of research. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I think the best advice I can give to anyone that's new in this is just don't be afraid to tell your partner how you feel. Mm -hmm. Just, just be very open, you know, being dishonest with each other and in talking about something like this, isn't going to get you anywhere. Um, you just need to be completely open and explain, Hey, this is what I'm feeling. It's, it's not a dig on you or it's, you know, it's not that I, you know, don't love you anymore. It's just, this is something that I feel might be right for us you know, whatever that looks like for you, um, and, and just be really open about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty much along the same lines, just communication, be open and honest with each other. Um, don't try and hide anything. Like I said, I got super nervous and scared to say anything to Zach about it. And I really didn't need to be because he was so open to the whole thing. Um, as far as resources, I think your guys' podcast is super incredible. I really like it. Uh, we listen to it every morning yeah, when we get we ready do. for work. Um, hey! Yeah. <laughs> so we we've been big fans. I found it and I think I think you guys were about three episodes in at that point. Uh, and I listened to all of them and I was like, Sarah, you have got to check this out. These guys are amazing. They have some of the most interesting guests. Uh, and I think that's a, a fun thing because a lot of podcasts like this don't really do the whole have a guest on every episode. It's just kind of them talking, which is fine. Um, I ended up finding Malik and Nadia from you, your guys' podcast and I started listening to them and they're a hoot to listen to. Yeah. Uh, they're not good to listen to at work because I've found that Nadia has a very, very sexy voice when she's talking sexy. And that would <laughs> not be great to work to. Um, so I, I kind of steer away from her podcast a little bit uh, at work anyways. But um, other than that, The Ethical Slut, it, it cannot get enough praise. Um, I, I think everyone we know of that's a part of the lifestyle has read it at mm-hmm. least once. And then, uh, well, like you said, the apps, um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's really a resource and finding stuff out, but yeah, I mean, I as far know. as connecting with people, the apps yeah. can be pretty good. Uh, I think find works for you is really key. Cause there's plenty of them that we found that just weren't very great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We ended up settling on three fun and that's, yeah, that it's been great for well. us. It's yeah. been really interesting. You can narrow it down to people in your area. So that's convenient. I don't want to meet people, you know, 2,000 miles away because I'm not driving 2,000 miles if I don't even know if I like you. So, <laughs> And the apps might, the apps differ probably too, like depending where you're yeah. at. I'm sure some apps, just like websites, are more popular in certain yeah. areas. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I think for us that's, that's definitely been one of the more popular ones in the area so i think that's a big part of why it's worked out that and it's free so that's pretty yeah i enjoy the free part yeah yeah bonus for being free yeah yeah (laughs) well i i don't know if you got any last questions emma or if you guys have any last pieces of uh wisdom you want to drop on our our listeners i guess i have one last question um is if you guys 
I don't know, in the future, I know you're fairly new at the, you know, into this, but if one of you were, do you suspect that sometime down the road you might want to close your relationship off again? We've talked about it a little bit, but well, that's honestly, how it started. I don't. We, initially, it was going to be a temporary yeah. thing, um, and we were just going to try it out for a little while, close it back up, and everything was going to be just the way that it was before. Um, but then the more we dabbled, the more we realized that... This is like kind of just who we it's are. It's who we've been. I don't it's know. It's who apparently everyone else knew we were. Maybe um, when we're like 70 and we can't <laughs> find people to fuck, then we'll, we'll close our relationship. But, you know, as I don't know, of right those nursing now, homes like, get pretty crazy. Nursing home, they hand out Viagra like they're candy. It, it could be well. Fun. Then I, we might just stay open forever. I don't know. So we were yeah. on that. That's kind of we were on the bus last year going from the airport to Desire in, uh-huh. in Mexico, and we were sitting next to a guy who him and his wife, um, a shuttle picked them up from their uh, like retirement home slash. I don't want to say hospice because it wasn't hospice, but like. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he was, it was a retirement home. Yeah, it was the, the, <laughs> but they were like, I don't know, they were in their late seventies. He was, they were fairly old. But anyway, like yeah. he was, like he had his poly shirt on and his and his suspenders, and yeah. he was like, they were awesome people. He's like, yep, yeah, just just left the retirement home, looking for a fun weekend away, and they went and had a great week at Desire, and I don't know, it was it was really cool. They were they were yeah. a lot of fun. That's gonna be us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we've actually been talking about going desire. We like Mexico quite a bit. We're big yeah. fans. We've had some really fun times in Mexico. And so we've talked about hopefully going this next yeah. year. Yeah. Well I'll make a I'll make a quick plug then while we're while we're still recording for <laughs> the Life on the Swing Set group is going again. We've gone the last two years with them and we're going again this year. And it's it's an awesome group to go with. If you've never been to a resort like that, they make it really inclusive. They do lots of games, they do lots of activities, speed dating, all yeah. sorts of stuff. So it's a it's a pretty awesome week. If you're gonna go, I'd say that's that's the week to go. And well, yeah, that one for sure. Or and if you can't make it that week, just go. I would suggest going during another takeover or with another group. Like it just when you go to these resorts with another group of some sort, it's just helpful because you have an immediate like connection to talk to people, yeah. um, which yeah. is helpful. At least that's my opinion. I'm sure other people go all the time without groups, and it's fine. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think that would make me feel more comfortable going with the group yeah. too. Yeah. So I'd be more open. Mm-hmm. I think, I think so. so too. Yeah, but I, I've been listening sense. to Life on the Swing Set as well, and I have been thinking about going with their little takeover. It seems like a ton of fun. So, well, yeah. Cooper Cooper would be most pleased if you did, and, <laughs> and Dylan and Ginger and the rest of the crew as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again, guys, for taking the time out of your Friday evening to chat with us yeah well you're gonna say do they have any last tidbits of wisdom wisdom that i interrupted to ask last question (laughs) i i think i would say just make sure consent's key um yeah I, i know for me personally i i do not have fun unless i know that the person i'm engaging with is having a ton of fun um, totally so, into it. Yeah, enthusiastic consent is a huge thing. Even sometimes when Sarah and I are playing around, I'm like, is it okay if I try this? And she's like, sure, yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> we're not doing that. Like, She's like, no, I, it's sure, it's okay. And I'm like, 
no, shirt's not good enough for me. I can't do it on a shirt. You know, this feels close to me. I feel dirty. Like, I, I need to be like, hell yeah, let's do that. That sounds like a ton of fun. Otherwise, I'm, I'm just not going to work out. So, <laughs> Yep, I am uh, 100% on board with that. So, I think a lot yeah. of people are. Yeah. yeah I, I, and it, it yeah. is interesting in this lifestyle. It seems a lot of people are very, you know, sex positive and just content, you know, consent oriented. And it's it's a, it's a, it's a real nice change of pace going from a lot of the single people we used to kind of hook up with before we decided to really jump in and realize that yeah. there was a whole lifestyle around it. Um, it. It's, it's definitely a huge change of pace. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everyone back then was just kind of do whatever, you know, everyone's just intoxicated. Let's just do dumb shit. And now it's a lot more, Hey, let's have a drink or two. Let's hang out. Let's get to know each other. And, you know, let's, yeah. let's make sure everyone has a really good fun for me. I think that other people are like that. Well, I guess, like you said, like words of wisdom, um, I think if you're even thinking about it and you're in a relationship or whatever, you know, maybe try and bring it up, do some research and bring it up. You never know what's going to happen. Like Mm -hmm. I said, I I didn't know that we would be here, you know, a few months down the road or whatever, but just if you're thinking about it, I would definitely take a step in. The conversation itself is worth it. Yeah. It really is. I mean, being non-monogamous is super fun. So (laughs) (laughs) worst comes to worst. I mean, you can have a really good, open, honest conversation and solve some other issues in your relationship if they're there. And you know, it's, it, it's really not going to hurt anything if you have a solid relationship. And if Mm -hmm. you don't have a solid enough relationship to speak to one another about it, you know, maybe it's not great anyways. (laughs) So yeah, you're probably wasting your time. Yeah. I don't know. That's my best thought. No, I think that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's perfect. Well, do you want to close up the show since I've tried twice and got shut shut down? interrupting you. (laughs) I'm not not doing it again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks again, guys. We really appreciate talking to you guys. And, um, yeah, I think it's really fun to have a couple that, you know, you're just kind of starting this, you know, a little ways in. And I think that's a different perspective that we haven't really had so, thank yeah. you again. Yeah, and we'll see you guys at Desire. Yeah, <laughs> sounds thanks good. For nice meeting you guys. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. What's up? What is that voice? That's my cool voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you need to have a cool voice. I don't think I do have a cool voice. Neither of us do. Well, thanks to Sarah and Zach for sharing their story. It's a pretty awesome story. I don't know. Yeah, it I was like really fun. I did too. And we like every interview though. No, we do. I'm just saying that one was fun. Yeah. And uh been in touch with them. We stay in touch with a lot of the people we interview, so that's a that's incentive enough to come on and get interviewed is that you get this to talk to us outside of the interview. We're just that cool. But yeah, so we've been in touch with them since we interviewed them. This was back uh maybe a month or two ago. Yeah. And they're doing great. Everything's awesome, super cool people. Yeah. Yeah, thanks again. Thanks to them. Next week. Yeah, next week we get to interview some friends of ours that we've well, known. Some old, we, all of our interviewees are friends. Yes, but these people we've known for a little bit longer than some of our others. Yep, so awesome interview. They share lots of really cool strategies for all sorts of shit. And throwing sex parties. Throwing sex parties. Yeah, it's a good one. It's full of good stuff. Please and check it out. Check it out. 
It's one week from now. Today. Thanks, everyone. Also, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from all of you. Website is normalizingnonmonogamy.com, just in case you forgot. 